Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie is here. We are here to spend a half hour talking about why they said they were going to cut down the trees outside of my apartment, and they have yet to do so, and I can't park out front. And that's the end of the episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, so they blocked the spaces so they could cut the yeah, trees they, down? Yeah, they sent like an email yesterday, and then knocked on our doors this morning, like, move your cars. I'm like, okay, no problem. Move my car... You've been in my house. It's like up front where the where the playground is. I'm like, all right, no big deal. It's now 3 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. They haven't done shit on my street. They're like three streets over. I'm like, why did why did you tell me I had to move my car if I don't have to move my car? I thought you parked under that covered yeah, thing. They said, well, yes, but they still said, like they said no cars can be from you know, one of the apartments on back. It's dumb. That's nowhere near any trees. There's a couple big trees, yeah. but I mean, I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm ranting about something that's probably not actually that important. But I have a non-racing question to start off, and I I Google this because I couldn't really think of anything. I don't want to ask some like lame-ass Thanksgiving question as we approach Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I did some googling for questions to ask. So this one comes. From thescienceofpeople.com. I don't know what that is. It just came up in my Google. So stop. Don't don't ask. If your wardrobe could only be one color, what color would it be? Um, <laughs> I guess it would probably be blue. Okay. Because I feel like I wear jeans yeah. pretty often, and then I just wear like a blue shirt of some shade with it. I, I don't know. Maybe black. Uh, yeah, one of those because then you can wear a suit yep, too. Yep. Like it'd be blue or black. Yeah, you, you pretty much have every option. I haven't worn a suit. Man, it's been a while, like a couple of years at this point. I was wearing one today. Yeah, yeah, early. that made me think of it when you when you texted me that. I don't even know if my suit is here or if it's back at my parents in Philly. I le- legitimately do not know, and I don't really care because I don't need it for anything at any point. We should podcast in suits from now on. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> For yeah. the benefit of For no the benefit one. of the three people that ask me about YouTube, which I have I have not published on YouTube in a while because I just like I don't want to like I don't want like I'm sitting in the dark right now because I'm tired and I haven't felt well all week, so I don't I don't really care. Uh, my answer would be the same though. I have a lot of blue or navy blueish T-shirts. But to to be different, I will say like dark green. Like I have a, a dark green sweatshirt that I really like. It's very comfortable. So and I'll probably wear it tonight on, when I go over to Sam's house for a little bit. So, but you have to have green pants on then too, right? Shit, like everything's green. Yeah, because yeah, your yeah, whole yeah. wardrobe. All right, you know what? So I mean, green pants yeah. are fine. Like that's yeah, not that's that not weird. weird. It's, it's a lot. It's excessive to wear every day. But if you're wearing one color, I guess you don't have a choice. Okay. Well, Jay Leno wears all blue. He wears denim on denim like Canadian every single tuxedo. day of his life. I've heard that geniuses, uh, and supposedly he's a genius. I don't know who said that. I forget. But the people who are geniuses apparently want to simplify their lives to the point where they just wear the same thing every day. I just wear gym shorts and a sweatshirt every day because i work from home and i don't want to put on clothes even when i have like to do video meetings i'm like no nah, i don't really care 
Yeah, but you don't have like twenty of the same sweatshirt. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, we're talking yeah, about I got here. You. Like, like Steve Jobs, like when he had like all those like turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Exactly. The same one. He just has a closet full of them to wear every day. I'm trying to think if I have like, any. I do have like four of the same PLP t-shirt in my drawer because I just grab them out of the pile of ones that are sitting in the guest room here next to me when I don't feel like doing laundry. Which, by the way, <laughs> you just I've pick done up that a at least three times this year. Which, by the way, these t-shirts are being retired once the calendar flips to 2023. So if you want one, I will literally just mail it to you. No charge doesn't matter and before we get on with the episode thank you to our friends at java house they have five locations in indy uh was supposed to record there this week but unfortunately due to little a little hospital visit i had uh, i did not go but we will be there now everyone's gonna ask why you're in the hospital you can't it, be that it wasn't vague. feeling so well it's it's i I'm, i don't have covid i don't there you go We'll, we'll see. I have to go to a specialist tomorrow to kind of see see what's going on. So we'll. Uh, I have another specialist appointment like next month. So yeah, uh, aging, aging sucks. sounds so terrible. Getting old is really hard. Everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, everything hurts. Anyway, thank you to Java House, who uh, is a great sponsor. Uh, five locations in Indy. I don't remember where I was, but if you're not in Indy, go to javahouse.com use promo code pitlane10 and get 10% off all of your orders especially during the holidays you're going to need all that caffeine to put up with family members you don't like or long commutes like i have in a couple weeks when i drive back to philly so <laughs> irish, irish co- coffee. yeah irish coffee that's not even what i was thinking honestly <laughs> but i mean good point where do you uh, oh, okay. where do you want to start <clears throat> Um, I, I guess, I mean, there's a little bit of news going on, but not a ton. So we're still just waiting on a couple of seats, basically, in IndyCar to be decided, yeah. I think is pretty much what we had to talk about. Um, I think the first is that Nicholas Latifi, we've had conflicting reports. Everyone says he's going to Ganassi. Then we hear from him directly that he thinks IndyCar is the logical next step for him, and he thinks it's basically the series outside of f1 that he finds the most appealing um he did call it uh a spec series like a more advanced formula 2 championship so that's not going to endear him to many i mean no i guess he said it's more advanced than formula 2 but given that whole uh super license debate i think that's going to piss some people off but oh well um I think he's going to end up here eventually. I don't know if it's going to be next season, though, because he apparently said if he's going to do IndyCar, he would do the ovals because he doesn't want to take himself out of the championship, which I respect that. That's pretty cool to hear. Um, And he he said, you know, if he didn't even do ovals in the first year, then the second year he'd be doing them and have to learn it. So he sounds like if he's going to do it, he's going to be all in, which will be cool. And it'll be interesting to see how he, I guess, compares in IndyCar because obviously he was in probably the worst equipment on the grid and everybody kind of says he's not that talented maybe and kind of you know get bags on him but it could end up being that he's actually much more competitive than we think when he gets to IndyCar and maybe has a chance to compete so first off his quote when he said you know IndyCar is the next logical step I almost took it as like Hey, I know you guys think it's the next logical step, 
and this is what I would do if I was in IndyCar, but it didn't give me the impression that he was, like, ready to either jump in or, like, maybe he's thinking, like, yeah, I know you guys all think it's the next logical step, but, you know, maybe I want to take a year off, or maybe, you know, I want to go to e-scooter, you know, maybe I want to do... Yeah, something else. So that's just I, I took it like a little bit different than 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 what you said, but I don't think the necessarily there's one right or the other. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think he's a talented kid. You know, he was he did he win the F two championship or was he second? He was yeah, second yeah. to Nick DeVries. So I mean, clearly there is some <laughs> driving talent there. He's been stuck in a bad Williams car forever, and he's clearly kind of. I think he's another driver in the you know forcing issues camp this year because he's you know next to a teammate now who is getting something out of that car even more so than George Russell got out of that car. So and I I don't think that's necessarily George's yeah. fault. I think that's the car's just a little bit better this year. But anyway, yeah, I mean, if he comes to IndyCar, I I respect what he said in terms of the ovals and whatnot. So it will be interesting. I'm sure he would be really interesting to talk to because he's a very well-spoken dude so i would i would be intrigued yeah going off what you just said i recommend if you guys don't listen i mean obviously this is the indycar episode but if you guys don't usually listen or you skipped a week or um whatever listen to the beyond the grid uh from it's last week i mean this week is danica patrick so yeah I, i skipped that one but last week was Nick DeVries, and he was brutally honest about his shortcomings. It was pretty amazing to hear an F1 driver talk so candidly about why he wasn't performing at the level that he expected. And honestly gained a lot more respect for him just hearing him kind of be hard on himself. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? going on um apparently coin is going to run a part-time third entry if honda is willing to supply them with another engine lease it would be an oval only entry so that sounds like it would be the sato car from what we're hearing because he doesn't have full funding but then that number 51 car i guess with wick rare racing would be wow that sounded like (laughs) sounded like a roger rabbit that's hard to say (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Rick Ware Racing. Let me enunciate that a little bit better. Um, uh, I think basically we don't know who's going to be in that seat, but it sounds like whoever is going to drive that car has to bring the entire budget or most of it. So, I mean, Linus Lundquist might be out of luck there, even though it would make sense talent-wise and experience-wise yep. for him to be there. I think it may end up being Marcus Armstrong, just based on funding availability. And for those who, yes. That's I just mean, a that's guess. Fair. For those who don't know, Marcus Armstrong has been in F2 for the last three or four years, give or take. Talented kid. Yeah, yeah let me pull yeah, up his ahead. racing record. I I agree. It's definitely not going to be Lundquist, unfortunately. I think you know he deserves it, but as I've said before on the show, deserve has nothing to do with anything in motorsports most of the time. So, fun fact, if, if you know what TV show I stole that quote from, I will send you five plp t-shirts so anyway i i think armstrong is a good bet i don't know maybe it's a good spot for latifi if he does come to indycar because hey there and welcome to the joy of paddle podcast hosted by me minter dial 
a veteran of the paddle tennis world and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. It's a relative... You could buy, buy the entire, entire team, team twice <laughs> and still have money left over. But it's it's a relatively low pressure spot. You know, people aren't going to expect you to be on the podium mm-hmm. in a in a coin car most of the time. Most of the attention will be on Malukas as the young up and coming driver. And not that Latifi's old, but so that would be I don't know, that would be kind of fun. I, I mean that's Trying to think if there's anybody else. No, I think it would be. Ar- I th- I think it will be Armstrong because they've tested him. But we shall see. The only other possibility is Daniel Frost, and I mean he's signed up yeah, to do Indy Lights. So uh, yeah, I don't know why they would just kind of bump him and get rid of that contract to move him up. I think he maybe needs to show a little bit more this year in Indy Lights, and then he'll have a better chance next year. But obviously, as we've seen. That's not a guarantee. Uh, Marcus Armstrong, though, finished third. No, sorry, second in Formula 3 in 2019. And then he did three years of F2. In that time, he finished 13th, 13th, and 12th in the championship. But in his last year, he won, which was actually 2022. So he did it this year. He won three races. And then he won a race in 2021 as well. So, I mean, he's shown he can be competitive. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he's a good kid. I think he would be a fun a fun kid to have around the series as well and bring some international eyes. Another he's from New Zealand, right? Yeah, I was looking I was trying to find that because I can't remember if he's from New Zealand or from Australia, but I believe Yeah. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. So you'd have a from Christchurch. You have some weird town names over there. Okay. Is. Anyway, Um, I'm trying to think of what else we had to discuss about IndyCar. You texted me Daniel Ricardo's name. I don't rem- I didn't see anything, but continue. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so this is just kind of pure speculation on, I think, a lot of people's parts. But he 
if he's going to do IndyCar, he has now stated um, formally that I think he would not do the ovals. So I don't really see him wanting to come over and just not do the entire championship. He doesn't strike me as that kind of guy, which I was kind of surprised he wouldn't want to do the ovals because he seems like the most wannabe, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but like wannabe American foreigner that there is. Like he just seems like he wishes he's Amer- he was American. Yeah. If he had the choice, even though he's Australian. Um I don't know. I think he'll do he's not going back to F1, I don't think, ever again after this year out. That rarely happens, especially based on how bad his performance has been. Um, unless he maybe takes a reserve role. But I think he'd take a reserve role in F one over IndyCon. So if we're gonna get somebody, it's yeah, gonna be Ricardo has said nothing that gives me any indication that he wants to be an IndyCar, and that's okay, but I just don't get the impression that he wants to be here, which, again, is fine. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean, apparently a lot of teams have been reaching out to him um, and trying to tempt him over there. And, I mean, I guess he talked to Roman Grosjean at some point. It's come out that basically he said, you know, hey, you don't have to race the ovals. I, I didn't in my first year, and, you know, you might get into it once you actually realize how s- these cars are made and how the safety is is as good, you know, as in, as F1. You can ease yourself into it, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, it doesn't seem like he's that... Uh, like, we heard from Latifi that he actually sounds interested. I think Ricardo's a pretty honest guy, and if he was interested, he would have already had the opportunity to come over because he's a bigger star than Latifi. And and the teams have been offering him spots from what it sounds like. I agree. I have nothing to add of value to that one. So, oh, here, here's one. Mm, no, we probably shouldn't talk about that. Let's just pretend. <laughs> you just yeah. teased everyone. <laughs> I There's a lot of things like I, I, I might want to say about things that have... It, names that have changed but i i probably shouldn't so we're just gonna we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna gloss oh. over that and and keep going on with the with the world so do we have any other news where we we're... not that i can really think of unless you nope. have something it's a slow news yeah week, i think we're you know the next couple of weeks probably through december are gonna be pretty quiet everybody's gonna chill out for the thanksgiving holiday I don't think there there might be some Sebring testing for IndyCar in December. Otherwise, we're pretty much done for the year in terms of what's going on. So we will probably do like one of those Lost Tracks episodes again. I've been trying to get with Frank to get one recorded, and our schedules just have not lined up at all the last couple of weeks. David Malukas will be on next week. We're going to chat with him. Monday afternoon, put that out at some point next week. And I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying, if they are listening, I have emailed McLaren PR at least three times to try to get Pato back on the show. And they don't really like to answer very much. So, you know, we're trying, trying to keep, yeah, (laughs) they're busy (laughs) trying to keep the off season as entertaining as possible this year. And then, obviously, it's a couple weeks away, but Thanksgiving week, we will not be doing anything. I am driving back to Philadelphia and then driving back to Indianapolis in the same week. So pray for me and my ability to stay awake. (laughs) 
You can uh, just record oh an episode God. while you're driving. Maybe, maybe, maybe if uh, if a few if a few people are interested, I will do like a a Twitter. What is that? A Twitter Spaces, yeah, Spaces or an Instagram Live just to just for you guys to keep me company while I drive. While driving, you can do that. Do I have to look at it? I guess if you have yeah, your phone mounted, and then. But no, well, you would because I think the questions are being typed in, in at least uh, Instagram Live, uh, yeah. right? It'd have to be Twitter then because they're not typed. And I would need I would need somebody else yeah, to like monitor it to, to let speak. people become speakers and whatnot. Okay. Well, I could we'll do see. that. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be like celebrity treatment. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll find somebody to join in. We'll make we'll we'll make the best of it. Anyway, well, there's not other news going on right now, so stay tuned for everything we mentioned. We'll keep you busy all off season, and everybody have a lovely weekend of November. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report, your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.